Welcome to this edition of the Succeed in AP podcast. My name is Jim Conley, and wow, do we have a fun show today, and I'm going to explain to you why. Um, I am very proud to announce to you guys that we have a brand new host for the show, and her name is Valerie Kramer. Thank you so much, Jim. It's not a short-term host either. It's going to be a long-term host, so Valerie's going to be taking over the podcast, which is going to be so exciting. Yes, and I have a great role model here, Jim. So uh, I've learned a lot from him, and I've actually hosted my own show, Grow Microbiology, and I'm uh, formerly the marketing manager for medical terminology, microbiology, and nutrition, and will now be taking on anatomy and physiology. So I'm, I'm very excited for this next step. It's going to be so much fun, Valerie, and we're very pleased to have you here on the podcast. For this episode, this is going to be the transition show, so we're going to flip the tables a little bit here and... It looks like host gets to interview host a little bit. Yes, I'm excited to ask Jim some questions so I can continue to learn from him. So, uh, anything you want to quickly say to the audience, Jim? Oh my goodness, yes. First of all, I'd like to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. This past year and a half or so, it's been a little bit less than a year and a half, has been truly remarkable. So thank you to every guest who has appeared on the show. You guys, it couldn't happen without you know your talent and your time and, and all the generosity that you have. And then for everybody who's listened to this show and made it what it is today, I owe you the, the world. Um, this has always been my dream. I've had a lot of dreams over the years, but when I was thinking about podcasts and what we could do here at McGraw-Hill, this was so important to me, and, and really you guys made it all happen, and I'm really pleased for that. And i also like to give a quick shout-out to some of my podcasting role models. So I started off, um, I started getting turned on to podcasts through a friend here at McGraw-Hill, Amy Reed. So thank you, Amy, for instilling that passion in me with podcasts. So I'd be remiss if I didn't you know, give her a quick shout-out. But then I started listening to the Tim Ferriss show, and that was a great one. And then I quickly transitioned over to some marketing shows. And there's some people that I always looked up to as podcasters. Uh, the one and only Robert Rose, who's part of the Content Marketing Institute. He had a wonderful show that I hope they bring back in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Robert was uh, part of the This Old Marketing podcast. And I remember I would always look forward to hearing that podcast every week. They would do it as a weekly show, Val. Um, and so him and then also Douglas Burdett, who, you know, he's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Douglas Burdett, what a role model that guy is for the world of podcasters and just marketing in general. Just learned a lot from them. So... I don't think they'll listen to the full podcast, but I'll probably put a LinkedIn note out there so they know I mentioned him. Mm -hmm. And then if you get a chance, uh, Douglas's podcast is um, the Marketing Book Podcast, which is a phenomenal one. And, and one that if you're in marketing, you should listen to. He's great. Wonderful. So will you still be involved? I know I'm, I'm the new sheriff in town, as we like to say around here, but how will you be involved going forward? <laughs> you are definitely the new sheriff in town. So yes, um, I will be involved, but at a very limited capacity. So one of the things that Valerie and I were talking about is I'll be filling in every once in a while for a show here and there. So you'll still hear from me, but predominantly this is Valerie's show now, and uh, she's a new sheriff. She'll be taking it over, but yeah, I'll still be involved in some way, shape, or form, and and I'm, I'm pleased for that too. So that's a good uh, good honor to have as well. Yes, you will be missed. So we'll definitely have to bring him back as a guest every once in a while. Well, and the <laughs> other thing too, just to mention, uh, we got this podcast called Grow Microbiology that Valerie launched. And uh, I'll be taking over that for just a short term until we have Valerie's replacement here at McGraw-Hill, and then they'll take that over. So you can listen to me over there, especially if you either 
uh, teach microbiology or if you have a friend that does, definitely give that show a listen. It's a wonderful, wonderful show. Great. So let's talk about what you've learned over the past year and a half with the podcast. Tell oh my us. goodness. I could, Valor, I could literally go on for years and I know our audience really doesn't care a whole lot about that <laughs> too much, but um, some things just to kind of boil it down, a couple of themes, if you will. Um, the first of which was take the risk. So I think every time you do uh, anything in the world, whether it be lecturing like you guys do in the classroom, uh, if you write any articles, if you research, if you do anything like that, it's a risky proposition because whoever you're putting that out for may not love it. And that's a scary thing sometimes, but I would say the risk is always worth the reward. Um, that's you know probably one of the major things is just go out. Um, Seth Godin, who's another guy I like to read about, um, he always said just publish it, you know, ship it. You know, that was his whole premise. Uh, I think that's definitely live and well when you do podcasts i think also promoting it so one of the things that you know we still i think could improve on a little bit is you know promoting the podcast making sure people understand what it is and sharing it but i think over the first like 18 months or so we did a good job of that and then adapting is another thing that i've learned is just making sure that uh, you have a good variety of your um, audience you know participation in terms of getting guests involved and then also topics and by the way, that's a quick plug for Valerie. She's probably going to be looking for show ideas, so if you have any, send those along to her. Absolutely. But this podcast is really designed for the AP instructor, and um, that means full-time adjunct faculty, and we really kind of focused a lot of our time and energy on either sharing the insights for what we do here at McGraw-Hill, giving you a peek behind the scenes, or talking about topics that are important, like how do you thrive in an AP course. So that was the whole thing, and it's just been a lot of fun evolving and adapting throughout all of our shows that we've done yes and how many have you grown to listeners oh my goodness day one so that's one thing that's really cool we are just over 9100 listens um so that's worldwide so we're in a ton of countries i should have brought i should have been prepared a little more for that <laughs> that's okay you know, we've been in like uh china japan which is crazy to think about that all over the UK, we've been in Mexico, Australia, uh, Russia. It's just pretty wild to see that this podcast has gone international, which uh, I do want to thank some of our McGraw-Hill colleagues on the international teams. They were a big proponent of getting us overseas and, and getting the listeners out there. Um, so that's been you know a lot in terms of shows. We've adapted this show to be weekly. You know, It might be a mm-hmm. week or two here that we missed, but um, it's been fun. Really Great. fun. So on the episode note, what has been some of your favorites? Oh, my goodness. So, why? And I'll tell you this. If you're listening and you're one of my guests and I don't mention your show, <laughs> I will do it on the next one because Valerie said we're going to have you on another show. But I'll kind of go through like my take on some of the shows, and if you haven't listened to them, I'll refer to them by their title. So uh, one of our most popular episodes, the one right now, is your top ten tips to thrive in A&P. And that was done by Michael Cote. It was my interview of him. And Michael had this really cool set of 10 tips that he would publish for his students. We've since adapted that and put those tips in some of our textbooks. I would say this. If you're using a McGraw-Hill book, a Pearson book, a Wiley book, no book, if you're taking A&P, or probably you could look at any other course, but it's really good for A&P, and you look at those 10 tips and you follow them, if you pass those on to your students they'll be successful in the course. They will definitely have bumps, but that show is really good. 
and I'll say this about Michael Cote. I hope he's listening to this. He was always so much fun. He's a close personal friend. He was so much fun to interview. And I remember, I can't remember which show it was, but there was actually one where I'm asking him the questions. And Valerie, what he would do is he would analyze the question because he's a bright guy. <laughs> very off the chart smart. You know that already. Uh-huh. And he would say, I don't think that's the way you want to ask the question, Jim. And he would say, okay, ask it this way, and then I'll answer it. <laughs> so he was taking ownership. It was hilarious. That was one of the first couple episodes that we did. And uh, his family was giving him a hard time. <laughs> They're like, hey, Michael, when you're on the show, you're getting interviewed. You don't ask the question. So it was really funny. They were giving him a hard time. <laughs> and that's a great show. Um, I also love the one that Molly Sheel and I did uh, together on Assessments with Intention. And that's our number two show. What I loved about that episode, Valerie, is obviously Val or Molly, top-notch instructor, awesome human being, love her to pieces, but just the idea of really thinking about what your intent is before you actually do something was a topic at the time that I learned a lot about, and I was able to apply that to my professional life, and that's a show, too, where if you're a student, you could probably listen to that, if you're a faculty member, for sure. Well, that was a really good show. Um, our first episode was, was with the one and only Richard Perkle. And that was one where uh, we talked about overcoming the challenge of underprepared students. And I love that show. And the reason why I love that show is obviously your first one's always going to be your most memorable. Some things that I did well in that episode is I had a nice intro for what the podcast was going to be all about. I've since tried to like work that into the later episodes. But I kind of lost my way a little bit. But Richard just talks about how you can use technology to help those underprepared students. And that's always been something, Valerie, really close to me. Mm -hmm. Because I was an underprepared student once. And I was able to be successful because I had an instructor like Richard Perkle, Molly, or any one of our guests on the shows. Or just the faculty consultants that we have and key customers. All of you have that same theme where you really care for your students. And then also want to give them a framework and give them a kick in the butt so that they can be successful. So that's why I love that show. And then I'd be remiss. I'm going to go through actually our top ten episodes. Okay, um, great. For the most part. But um, instructional design. So that one is a shout out to Julie Thompson. So we were having a meeting here at McGraw-Hill. We're working on some new products. And I met Julie for the first time. And she talked about the concept of backward design. So have you ever heard of that topic, Valerie? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. But the first time I heard that, I was like, that is the most awful name for something. Backwards, <laughs> Backwards. And it's positive, but it is. So I pretty much asked Julie if she'd go on a show, and she was here in our office. And she was a little bit reluctant, and I said, okay, how about we do it tomorrow at noon when you have a break? And she was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and we did the show. It was great. So that's a, a good episode. Um, and one that I think... You can learn a lot about just instructional design and some of the things that uh, Julie talks about in that show. And then the next one is another great favorite of mine. So we partner here at McGraw-Hill with a technology called Poll Everywhere. And I did an interview. It's called Fun Ways to Engage Your A&T Class. And it's with the awesome talent Sophia Garcia. So Sophia teaches down in Texas, and she uses Poll Everywhere. She is just an awesome instructor. Her and Zuzana Garcia, they both together are like the dynamic duo. They do a great job, but what Sophia talked about is how she uses things like interpretive dance to teach muscles. 
Poll Everywhere is a key part of how she kind of flips the table for the students and gets a lot of engagement from them to really do it in a non-threatening way. And she, that's just a fun show. I, I definitely recommend you listen to that one. And Michael Cote and I did one on the Practice Atlas for AMP, new product. He and I did a great job with that episode. And then one that I just, I, I have to mention it. So only once did we have a student on the show. And we had Alicia Nye, who's a local student here, talked about a couple of her favorite tips from Michael's top 10 tips. And to me, that one was an important show because it represented the student's voice on an instructor's podcast. But then I know a lot of the folks that listened to that said, I want to take this episode and share that with my students for one big reason. Well, two. The big reason is I want my students to understand that other people have been successful in this course. Because sometimes, you know, students get down a little bit. Mm -hmm. But Alicia just talks about how, you know, she organizes herself in a unique way, really applies herself, and has had a lot of success. So that's a fun show. And then the other guy that I'd like to talk about is Bill Hoover. He did an awesome show on the Most Missed Questions Report for SmartBook. And I love that one. And I learned a lot from uh, somebody I work with here, Kim Leisner-Root. Um, listen to that show and really kind of picked up on one of the themes that Bill had. So Kim was talking about Bill's reference to Jenga and just a wonderful metaphor for how you can think about the Most Missed Questions Report really good and then critical thinking and anatomy and physiology with steve sullivan he's awesome and then uh, problem solving and critical thinking when you need it that was a show that we did for the sealy amp textbook and that's where we had like a mesh of a lot of conversations that i had with cinnamon van cuddy andy russo and jennifer reagan that one was not in our top 10 but just recently cracked it as of like yesterday oh so i think perfect timing. for us on our top 10 shows there's a bunch of them that kind of drop in and drop out, mm-hmm. which is fun. Very fun. Oh, that's great. Great progress and just really cool, all the people that have been involved. Yeah, it is. And I would say this, too. Um, we do have a podcast page at McGraw-Hill Education, or if you subscribe either through iTunes or uh, Spotify, Stitcher, we're in all the outlets. You just go search on some of these topics, cruise the shows. You'll find something out there that will appeal to you. And then definitely I would say, Valerie, get her some show ideas. And if you have something you want to hear us talk about or maybe get an interview going, then send that to Valerie. We'll be good to go. Yeah, so on that note, over the next three to four months, uh, what shows do you think we should schedule? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I've got one big one that I think you can tackle. And I think some of the people you might want to tap for this would be Richard Perkle, Molly Scheel, uh, Sophia Garcia, and then Judy Dalio who's awesome. She did a really cool show for us. There's a topic out there that I think is controversial. It's how do you motivate a student? And it's controversial because it's a little chicken and egg. You have people like me who've always thought that students are motivated because that's what I hear. I hear a lot that students want to have an A in the course. They want to pass AMP1. They want to get to AMP2. So I just assume that they're motivated. Over the years, what I found out in talking to instructors is they're not really motivated. A lot of times they have to figure it out on their own. And I've always contended, uh, not everybody's really grabbed onto this in mass, but you have to have some wins as a student. And when you have those wins as a student, it fuels that energy and enthusiasm and the confidence that you have. And I think there's something to that. But I would see if maybe you can put together a panel of those instructors and anybody else that you might know and want to throw in there, maybe some authors from McGraw-Hill potentially, 
but to do a panel on student motivation and how can we really tackle this and is there a way that we can do a job at the instructor level or maybe the instructor the publisher assets is there a way we can try to do this differently so we can positively affect that drop fail and withdraw rate in a bigger way mm-hmm. well, um, fantastic. To it. i would say that would be a big one Mm-hmm. So next three to four months, you're going to have a lot of things coming at you. But that would be one, like, heavy, heavy show that would be kind of a cool one to do. Good. Well, I look forward to that. So what advice do you give me as the new host? Oh, I, I mean, goodness. there's probably a lot for me to learn, and there's a lot of advice. But Oh, for sure. I would say the number one thing is just be consistent. Um, one thing I never um, was able to do very well is uh, I think maybe pick a day and just stay, stick to that day and publish weekly. I kind of moved around a little bit which maybe isn't the best way to do it. I would say listen to some of the other shows, which I know you've already done that, but continue to do that. You'll pick up on some insights here and there. And then probably the number one thing I would say, and it um, really appeals to you as an audience member, is I'm going to suggest that, Valerie, you just listen to your audience. So your audience will tell you a lot of what they want to see. And sometimes it's just maybe when you're visiting with them, you might hear a topic that's important, like student motivation, as an Mm -hmm. example. Well, listen to those things and kind of test it out and see, what if we did a show on this? Um, and then also you'll learn a lot just through your top ten shows. So what's interesting is you've got the problem solving and critical thinking when you need it. I was telling you earlier that that one just cracked the top ten. Well, that's literally, you know, within like five days it moved up the ranks that way. So you can see that maybe that's a topic that people are really interested in because of the resurgence that it's had. That might be something that you can maybe throw that on your schedule and see if you can get some extra shows on that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And then I would say, too, you know, you can dabble with the format if you want to, but be yourself. You're awesome. Well, so you really you. don't need the advice. You're already a podcast host. so. Well, we've talked about this, that change in a podcast host can sometimes be a little challenging for the listeners. It can be. And change can be difficult anytime. So we really hope you like the change and... Uh, Again, we'll have Jim back, and we'll continue to make this a really great podcast and really hope to continue to inspire you as instructors and continue to change the world in A&P. So you already have it right there. Some things that I heard Valerie say, which is so important, is we want to inspire you. We want to help, you know, as best we can as a steward in the community. And, man, you're in great hands with Valerie. She is a wonderful, wonderful professional and I know in a year's time you're going to be saying, Jim, who? <laughs> <laughs> who I'm glad. That we, we know Valerie. We don't know Jim. <laughs> and Jim, who's that guy? I'll, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be great. So you're definitely in good hands. And Valerie, thank you for uh, being so gracious and taking over the show. It'll be great. And you really don't need any advice. You already have everything you need to be successful, which will be great. Thank you. And you've just done a wonderful job with the show up to this point. So I know you'll be missed. And thank you for everything. Oh, anytime. So here's what we're going to do. This will be the last time officially. I'll do it in uh, substitute mode later, but uh, (laughs) we'll give the last one in here. Uh, If you like this show, hopefully you did. If you didn't, you know, maybe you can make up the time some other way, but uh, we appreciate you guys listening. If you do get a chance, leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcasts. And then always, if you have show ideas, send them to Valerie Kramer and her email address is... Valerie.Kramer at MHEducation.com. You might need to spell Kramer. Yes, and that's Kramer with a K. K-R-A-M-E-R. And if you get lost uh, and you still have my email, just send it to me and then I'll forward it on to Valerie. But I want to thank you all again from the bottom of my heart for listening to every one of the episodes that we've had out there. 
it's been an absolute honor, joy. You've helped me realize my dream of getting into podcasting, and we'll still be on the airways in some way, shape, or form. And just want to say thank you one last time to everyone who's listened and all the guests. You guys are amazing. And for all the support that I've had at McGraw-Hill, it's absolutely phenomenal. And then uh, also keep in mind, if you haven't listened to the Grow Microbiology, that's another show you can can, uh, check out here in the short term. You guys have a great day. This is Jim Conley signing off for the Succeed in A&P podcast.